As we prepare for Shabbos Yisrael, a, uh, this pre-recorded message, we need to understand that Parshas Yisrael spends more time <coughs> talking about the pre-giving of the Torah than the Torah itself. Famously, the Shasemah says, if you count the Psukim, there's 26 Psukim in the preparation of the Matan Torah, while they, the Sarasadimus itself is only 13. The lessons taught us in the Psukim before are so huge and so important that we cannot lose focus and just focus on the Sarasadimus. We need to remember how the preparation. The Derech Eretz Kod Torah. I'm going to share with you something that is mamish mind-blowing to see how, starting in Matan Torah, we got the lesson of how one has to think about growth regarding himself and that perhaps we can all be inspired and maybe we'll get to more contemporary examples. I saw... And the Sefer Darash Mordechai, he brings an incredible kasha from one of the Rishonim. If you remember, Arna Kayin does not go up with Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to the top of the mountain. And Arna Kayin does not go up. But it's very strange. Because if you look at Rashi, when he explains why did the Zikainim, the 70 Zikainim, not go up with Moshe Rabbeinu? Because they were didn't do what they were supposed to. When they went into Pari with Moshe and Aaron, slowly but surely as Moshe and Aaron were leading the pack, slowly they one ran away, they were scared to go into Pari. Therefore, they did not allow it to go up. The question he brings from the Mizrahi is, I don't understand, Aaron did go in. So how come he did not go up to the top of the mountain with Moshe Abenu? And he brings... Numerous answers. And then he brings a Medrash HaGadol in the name of Reb Tanchum that says something incredible. That Aaron Akain could have gone up to the top of the mountain and seen Hashem face to face. But he didn't go up. Because if he did, everyone would know why the Zikainim did not go up because they were punished. But if only Meshavainu went up, and Aaron Akayin stayed down, and no one would say they're punished because the Aaron would not get punished. So he gave up this once-in-a-lifetime moment to go up and see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, give the Torah. And what happens? He said, no. If one year is going to get embarrassed on the way, it's all not worth it. You need to understand that Aaron HaKoyin did this, and Moshe Rabbeinu did the exact same thing. HaKosh Baruch tells Moshe Rabbeinu, I am going to give you the Torah in front of Klai Yisrael. And once I do this, they'll see that you're in charge. They're going to believe in you forever. It was the greatest gift he can give Moshe Rabbeinu, that he was not going to give the Torah to Klai Yisrael, the way it ended up happening. The plan was he was giving Moshe Rabbeinu the Torah to him, and Moshe Rabbeinu will share with everybody else. It's the greatest moment to Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu comes down and tells Klai Yisrael, and they say, Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't want. We want straight from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
Hamashabini doesn't say, well, this is my day, this is my moment. He wanted to hear the Torah straight from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mouth to him. It would have been a much higher level. He lets it go. Because Klai Yisrael will have more. Look how Moshe and Aaron both gave up such tremendous levels of Ruchnius. Just to recognize that another Yid, Ruchnius is just as important. You need to understand what an incredible lesson it is. Or the common denominator of every single one of our G'dayl is what they gave up for another Jew. The greatest mind in Lithuania before the Holocaust, right before the Holocaust, here's the Rav, he ran all of Klai's role from the day the Chavetz Chaim passed away. His name was Chaim Oizer Gozhensky. Chaim Oizer was a brilliant mind. There are stories told in awe of all the stories that people said People talking to him, he advised people, government, incredible mind. He once met a big Rav, named Yochai Meisels, who came in and asked Yochai Meisel to give him a haskam, an approbation for his sefer that he was putting out. Yochai Meisel looked at it and he wrote him a beautiful haskam. And then Yochai Meisels asked the 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 Meisel, "Where's your sefer? Where's your brilliant svarim?" A mind like Ebchaim Meiser. Listen to the response. Ebchaim Meiser went into his pocket and he pulled out a wad of papers. He says, these are my ksavim, these are my manuscripts. So the Rabbi Meisel asked him, so why don't you, uh, why don't you print them? He goes, no, 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 look closely. These are all loans that I took for widows and orphans that I have to raise money to pay back. I don't have the time to write the safer that I like. I'm busy raising funds for widows and orphans. You need to imagine what this means. He had an opportunity to write a safer, which he ultimately wrote one safer, but he could have written many more, which is still used today. They could have lit up Clyde's for for years. It would give him eternal Standing in Klai Yisrael. Safer. What does he tell Rebel Yochai Meisels? I'm not going to write a Safer. I have to help widows and orphans. I'm raising money, collecting money instead. Instead of his joy of sitting and learning. This is important. Every one of us has to think about. There's so many times we want to learn. We want to dive in. We want to have a nice Shabbos meal. And someone calls and says, I want to join. It's going to affect maybe the quality of your Shabbos meal. It's going to affect the quality of your learning. You, someone asks you to learn with him and you don't want to learn with him. You need to think about the lesson we got before Mountain Tire. Moshe Rabbeinu sacrificed his one-on-one with Hashem. Anakayin sacrificed this week's parasha, his going up and seeing Hashem face-to-face. Why? So we close roll. Either in court, Aaron so we don't get embarrassed. Moshe so we can have a little bit as well. They all sacrifice themselves. You want to come to Tyra? If your whole goal is your own growth and you don't care about anyone else, that's worthless. Remember, another year's growth that you help is also for Hashem. Look at the big picture. It's not for us. Someone else's growth is equally important. Let's inspire ourselves as we come to the Shabbos of Mount Tyra. 
that remember the lesson before what Moshe and Aaron taught us. What you give up from your growth is worth a lot more than what you don't give up because real growth comes when you give up from yourself for another yid. Which is why Chaim Moshe goes down as the God Hadar in Lithuania before the war. It was his selflessness. He ran all the yeshivas. He's, he might have not printed this farm that he wanted, but in his chus, many yeshivas survived the Holocaust and will eternally live on in his merit. Have a good Shabbos. This podcast was produced by Kahal Ferris Yosef of Boston. For more information or to support our programs, please visit us at theferrisyosef.org.